Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Tara Talks. In this episode, we're talking all about success. We're talking about what it means, we're talking about how you can start to create it, and we're talking about some of the things you might want to start to implement if you really are committed to starting to grow and scale your business. I've helped so many women over the years create their own vision of success, and that's also something we're going to be talking about because that is such an important topic. So without further ado, let's dive straight in. Hello and welcome to Tara Talks. I'm your host, Tara Best, business coach, author, and founder and director of Tara Punter PR and Tara Punter Coaching, and basically someone insanely passionate about helping women thrive. We help incredibly skilled and talented business owners just like you unlock your potential, take control of your limiting beliefs, and create a business that you desire and deserve. Are you ready to create a life that far exceeds its expectations? You are going to want to subscribe. And let's dive straight into today's episode. What does it take to be successful? This is one of the questions that I get asked the most by clients, by followers, by people that interview me, by friends, just by so many people. And I think it's an amazing question. However, there isn't one answer. If you look at the clues that some of the world's most famous millionaires and billionaires leave behind, there are many of them. You know, people like Richard Branson have written books and books and books about it. There's uh, entrepreneurs like Brendan Bouchard who has done so many studies. He has studied the world's leading high performers to see what it is that makes them so successful. There's celebrities being interviewed and sportsmen and women being interviewed and saying, you know, this is what they do to train. Currently, the Olympics is about to start. And there's so much going on on social media about, you know, what these athletes are doing every single day to keep themselves in peak fitness, health and condition. So there are often clues. However, I think a lot of the time you can kind of look up to somebody like this, look at their clues, and then almost just start trying to implement what they're doing. But I would actually suggest that you don't do that. What I would suggest you do initially is think about what success looks like for you. Now, I have clients that want to work like two hours a day around their children and their family. I also have clients that literally just want to be able to work from anywhere in the world. They want to work from a beach. They want to work from a cafe or a bar. They they just want that flexibility. All they need is a mobile hotspot or Wi-Fi and their laptop and their dream. For other people, they actually just want to earn a couple of thousand pounds a month and just know that they've got enough to pay their bills and put a bit into savings. And that's perfect. For each one of those women, that is perfect. So what I want you to really think about is... What is success? What does success look like to you? Is it that actually you want to work from 7am till 12pm each day? Is it that actually you you don't want set hours, but you know what you need to get done each day and you have the flexibility around your life, your hobbies, the nice weather, going out for lunch, going for spa days, and really, really work out what that looks like for you. Because as soon as you work out what that looks like for you, you can then start to put in the work that needs to be done to get you there. Because so often I think people just think, okay, yeah, I want this success. I've seen somebody online do X, Y, and Z. I want this success. And then they just start working harder. That is not the answer. That is never the answer. What we want to do is think about what success looks like for you and reverse engineer it. 
So we aren't just, you know, going all in and just throwing more energy, more effort, more time, more money at the problem. Think about what that looks like for you and reverse engineer. So let's say you decide that actually you want to make a certain amount of money each month, but actually you want to work from 10 till 5 each day. Maybe you want to finish early on a Friday. What you then need to do is have a little think about how that aligns with your current working day, how that aligns with currently the money that you're making, and just see if there's like any disconnect there. Because I think a lot of people, when they start thinking about this vision of success, and then they think about where they're at now, there simply isn't the capacity to take on any more clients. They haven't got the mindset to put their prices up. They haven't got the systems or tools in place to enable them to support more people. So they've got this goal of working less hours and making more money, but the things aren't in the place to enable that to happen. So I think it's really, really important that you start thinking about that as well. And then you can just start to, like I say, reverse engineer that. So you can start looking at what habits you need to put in place, start looking at how much you need to show up, start looking at the conversations you need to be having. It's going to increase your chances of you getting there. Now, really interestingly, I think when it comes to um, thinking about, you know, creating success of, of whatever level, one of the biggest things I think, and this is something I talk about all of the time, are your routines. No matter whether you want a 3k month or a 30k month or a hundred grand month, your routines are really, really going to be beneficial. And when I say your routines, it's things like a morning routine. It's things like, you know, self-development work. It's things like your exercise routines or your dietary routines. It's things that are really going to help you get from where you are to where you want to go. Because your life, your business, your body, everything is about three to six months behind you and what you do right now. So the routine that you do right now in your morning, for example, will probably manifest into your life in a couple of months. It can happen much, much quicker. If you are super consistent with it and absolutely on it, it can and will happen much quicker. But generally, the things you put out in your marketing, the things that you're doing you know, in your daily life, in your daily business, these things just take a while to manifest and come into your reality. So I really, really want you to think about that and just make sure that you are starting your day the right way. Now, I bang on about morning routines all of the freaking time because it works. It makes a difference. It makes such a massive difference to your day, to your life, to how everything seems to work. And you literally have a choice. You have a choice as to whether you want to do a morning routine or whether you don't. And I get that. But the thing is, if you really, really want to be creating the money that you desire, growing your business, taking on a team, whatever that looks like, it all starts with that first hour of the day. And I absolutely believe that to be true because in that first hour of your day, your mind is in the theta state. It's acting like a sponge. It's absorbing everything that you put into it. It's also in a state where you can rewire it. So it's kind of like Play-Doh, I think is the best way to describe it and that you can mold it into whatever you like. So in that first waking hour of your day, if you are spending time scrolling social media and on emails, what are you putting into your mind at the point where it's most influential, at the point that it's absorbing, listening, taking things on? Really, really start thinking about what you're putting in in that first hour of the day. Because successful people start their day the right way. They do not start it scrolling. They start it with setting intention. They start it with setting goals. They start it with a place of gratitude and really getting themselves into that right frame of mind. Now, 
I don't bang bang on about this for nothing. There's nothing that I would talk about, teach, coach that I haven't tried and tested myself. And this is one of the biggest things that I personally put down to my success and the growth of my companies. I literally am so, I'm obsessed with it, like absolutely obsessed with it because it makes such a difference. And if you're wanting to make a difference in your life, this is one of the best and quickest ways that you can start with doing that. It takes at least 21 times to form a new habit. So you've got to start, you've got to start now. It's never the right time and get consistent with it. The next thing that I think successful people really have is a mega, mega strong mindset. Successful people simply do not let limiting beliefs into their mind, into their equation, into their life. They just don't. They just, they are not there. They are not open for that. They have such control over their minds and they have such a strong, resilient mindset that they, they simply don't have the option to come into their life. And I think that's something that so many people still struggle with. They struggle with taking control of their mind. And it's so easy for your mind to come up with these what-if scenarios, these negative ideas, these random thoughts that are just going to try and keep you safe and in that comfort zone. But successful people recognise that that doesn't serve them. So I want you to start thinking about your own mind and the own the, your own thoughts that you have going through that, that inner story that's going on all of the time. And I want you to ask yourself, is it supporting you? Has it really got your back? Like, does your mind want you to succeed as much as you do? Because for a lot of people, they don't have control over their mind and it will be the thing that holds them back. Now, 80% of your success is determined by your mindset. Like, that's a huge amount, 80%. People always think they need to download another freebie or do another strategy or, you know, post more on social media or just work harder. No, it all starts with the mindset work. And again, this was absolutely astronomically massive for me. And that was what made me want to do my mindset qualifications so that I can really help people remove those limiting beliefs so they simply aren't there to hold them back. So we can then rewire their mind so that their mind literally is their greatest asset and their most powerful asset and will simply never be the thing that holds them back. Because when you have a strong, epic mindset that is free of limiting beliefs, you can do and achieve anything. But, you know, it's so much more than just doing affirmations and a bit of journaling. Sometimes it is actually removing those limiting beliefs and really taking control of them so that they can't be the thing that holds you back. Because we all have subconscious limiting beliefs at some point in our life. We just then have the option to clear them. And that's what I've been working on so much over the past few years. It's like random limiting beliefs come up. I'm like, whoa, where did this come from? And then I can clear it. And actually, I'm um, trained in timeline therapy, which um, is an amazing technique. And its name is also called Create Your Future. And I do it with clients all the time. It's, it's great for removing past negative emotions, memories, limiting beliefs, and also creating really positive ones in the future. And I love doing it with myself. Like literally, I do timeline therapy on myself, which is just amazing, <laughs> really. Um, but yeah, it's so important that you are able to have control of your mindset knowing that, you know, it can make such a massive, massive difference for you. So ask yourself, you know, how much is your mindset supporting you right now? How much does it have your back? Is it really going to help you get there? Or is this little thought in the back of your mind, who are you to do this? You can't do this. It's okay for them. It's not going to happen for you. Like really, really take control of that. The next thing that I believe is super, super important is being more focused on yourself than anyone else. And this is massive. 
Successful people literally do not give a flying fuck what anybody else is up to. They are so focused on themselves, on their mission, on their goals, on their business. They do not have time to be scrolling and worrying what somebody else is doing or having comparisonitis. Scrolling and being triggered by somebody that is further along than you or doing what what you desire is a choice. Okay, you absolutely have a choice to do that. You can choose not to do that. It is that simple. It literally is that simple. And you can actually just get yourself into this state where you feel that you need to almost trigger yourself. And you're like, oh gosh, you know, I'm pissed off. Everything's going wrong today. Oh, I'm just going to go and look at her. And it triggers you. So take control of that as well. That time that you waste scrolling aimlessly or looking at your competitors or triggering yourself could be spent creating content, filming videos, doing some lead generation, reaching out to some old clients, checking in with some current clients, doing some social media, making some goals, making a vision board, planning your future, planning a launch. Like there's so many things that you could be doing when you're actually just sat there scrolling, wasting time, comparing yourself to others. And I know I sound like I'm getting quite chopsy, but I am so passionate about this because it really, really is a choice. You can either choose success habits that will support you or you can choose the easy way out, which is scrolling and comparisonitis and letting that get the better of you. Because let me ask you this, what has you comparing yourself to anybody else ever given you? It's never given you anything good, ever. I absolutely would put money on that. Hand on my heart, that's 100% true. Comparing yourself to another account, another person has never done anything positive for you, period. So when you think about it that way, why would you then get yourself down that rabbit hole and do something that is going to make you feel worse? Like, why would you do that? You have a choice. Choose to look after yourself, choose to put yourself first, choose to prioritise yourself and your business. Do not even worry about what other people are doing. Because here's the thing, when you're comparing yourself to somebody else, you're basically implying that both of your stories are the same, both of your businesses are the same, both of your experience, your past history, your mindset, your self-belief, your clients, the price you charge, literally everything is the same. There are no two identical businesses in this entire world. Even if I set up my coaching company on exactly the same day as somebody else, there's absolutely no way that we should be at the same point right now. Because she might have different clients, she might have different programs, she might have different limiting beliefs or different success habits. There simply is no two businesses that are the same. Even if you've got a photography business and somebody else has a photography photography business and you look at her and you think, well, she's got lots of followers or she's making all this money. So literally it makes absolutely no difference what anybody else is doing. The more you can just be focused on yourself, your mission, why you do what you do, why you love doing what you do the better because that will time and time again just keep you so laser focused. I do not remember the last time I ever looked at a competitor on social media. I just don't give a shit what they're doing. It makes absolutely no difference to me whatsoever. I don't know what they charge and nor do I care. Be focused on yourself, your clients, your mission and your brand. That's all you've got to do. The last thing that I think um, successful people do time and time again is they set goals. I didn't set a goal until April 2017 when I worked with my first coach when my business was at absolute rock bottom. I had stress-induced IBS. I had no fucking money. I had absolutely no idea what I was going to do. Like, not a clue. And she helped me set a goal. I think the goal was to just get some money out of somebody that owed me money. And um, I think we set a first goal of, I don't know, getting like a 3K month or something just to get back into the flow of things. 
and that was the first goal I had set. I'd been in business for nearly two years at this point and had never set a goal because I didn't really know it was a thing. Like I had absolutely no idea that one should be setting goals in their business. But let me ask you this. If you aren't setting goals in your business, how can you know that what you're doing is successful? How can you know that what you're doing is the right thing? You just can't. You know, if you aren't setting goals in your business, let's say in August of this year, you didn't set a goal and you end the month on £4,682. Is that good or is that bad? Are you happy or are you not happy? If you haven't set a goal, it's really hard for you to kind of judge and analyse that month. Because at the end of the month, you might feel, meh. You might feel, okay, yeah, this is good. But is it what you desired? Is it what you actually want? Now, I think there are a number of different type of goals that you can set. The first, I think, is obviously financial goals. I set monthly income goals and I also have goals for my launches and I also have financial goals for the year, for the calendar year. One thing that is super important, and this is something I've been connecting to so much this year, is yes, okay, I'm setting a financial goal, but what does it mean? What does it mean for me? What does it mean for my clients? What does it mean for the impact to my local community? What does it mean for my husband, for my friends? What does it mean for my family? Like, what does it mean for my audience if I hit a goal? Like, how can that hopefully inspire them and for them to see that as an example? With every launch I do, I also connect to what it will mean for the women that sign up. So the launch that I did in May was I did a seven-day virtual retreat and I then launched the Champagne Mastermind right off the back of it. And I had a six-figure goal and I was working towards this goal and I was just thinking, you know, what would it mean if I actually hit this goal? And I worked out it would mean that I had 10 women in the programme. Okay, what would it mean to have 10 women in the programme? It would mean that I've got an opportunity to change the lives of 10 women. Okay, how would I change their lives? Okay, maybe it would mean that they don't have to worry about paying their rent or their mortgage. Maybe they can buy their children some things or maybe they can go into the supermarket and not have to worry about checking their bank balance before they go in. Maybe they can buy organic food. Maybe they can shop locally. Maybe they can treat themselves occasionally or have a massage. Maybe actually they can just have a savings account. And that's massive. So I literally connect to what it means for those clients because that is my driving force. That is what gets me up in the morning. That is what keeps me so pumped and so connected. It's what it means for my clients all the freaking time. It's what it means for them. Everything I do is because it will help them. So when I think about my big lofty goals that I have, I just think about what it means for the people, for the women, for the humans, for like how it's going to help them. And that connects me to that goal so much more because the money is just the energetic resources, the energetic exchange of the work that you do. So when you set a financial goal, whether it's for a month, a quarter, a year, whatever, I really want you to think deeper than that. What does this mean? What does it mean for the people? What does it mean for your clients? Because when you can connect to a financial goal on a much deeper level, you can't not get it. Because so often I think people just set a financial goal and, you know, they've plucked a number out of thin air and they just have like this need for this money. And when you have a need for the money or a need to hit this financial goal, you're not coming at it from the right energy. And you know, energy from a kind of universal perspective is massive. Because if you think about it, you are in a relationship with money. And if you were in a relationship with a person and you were super needy and you needed them to love you, you needed them to take care of you, that's not sexy. Like who wants to be in a relationship like that? 
your money is the same. So yes, set the financial goals. Yes, be obsessed with them and connected to them, but always think about what it means on the deeper level. So as part of my morning routine, I would write out, you know, I am so grateful. So in May, I was writing out, I am so grateful for this six-figure launch. I'm so, so excited. I was really feeling it in my body as if I had already hit it. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's going to be amazing. It'll enable me to grow my team, enable me to invest, um, you know, maybe further into coaches. It will enable me to put some money into savings, donate to charities, all of these things. And I could really feel it. So yes, I was focused on the number, but I was connected to what it means. So really think about that. I think other good goals to set are things like social media growth. So if you're wanting to grow your Instagram, for example, set yourself a little goal so that you know that you are taking that inspired action to start to increase your chances of growing your account. Maybe it's to be featured in a certain magazine or to be interviewed on a certain podcast. Like start setting these as goals because when you set it as a goal, you have then set the intention, put it out to the universe. Now, when you set a goal, if you're then writing it out every single day as if it's already happened, such as I'm so grateful for my this many thousand pound month, let's say you want a 10k month. I'm so grateful for my 10k month. You're writing it out as if it's already happened. That way, your subconscious mind believes it's already happened. And when you've done something once, it's much easier to do it again. So your mind will think, yep, we've already hit this goal once, so of course we can do it again. And it just gives you this little inner boost of confidence and self-belief to really enable you to hit it. So really start thinking about that. What that also enables you to do is when you're sort of writing that out each morning in your morning routine, it really enables you to then start thinking about the inspired action that you need to take to increase your chances of hitting it. So if I'm writing out in my morning routine notepad every single day, I want to be interviewed by this person on their podcast, you know, that's keeping it so fresh in my mind that maybe I'll start engaging with them more on Instagram. Maybe I will let my team know that I want to be interviewed there. If I'm setting a goal to sign another client, maybe I'll show up on stories a little bit more and do a promo story about a program that I have. It's sort of setting the goal, knowing that you've set it and then you take the inspired action because, you know, you've got to take some inspired action. You've got to do something to increase your chances of hitting that goal. So really think about that and really think about how you can set that goal and again, reverse engineer, like your vision of success. Get clear on it, reverse engineer it. Now, I'm actually running a free seven-day virtual retreat this week, which is all about setting and smashing goals because I hold my hands up. I am self-confessed goal-smashing queen. I have been setting and smashing goals literally since 2017, I'd say fairly consistently, not just money goals, but things like my car, going to the Maldives, collaborations, um, growth of my social media, financial goals, launch goals. There have been so many things. And because I realised that I've gotten quite good at it, I have developed a trademark pending methodology called the Goals Method. It's a five-step method that I genuinely use time and time and time and time again. I first taught this method in May of 2021 during my first free virtual retreat. I was genuinely following every single step throughout that whole week, working towards this six-figure launch, and we had a £101,000 launch. The steps work. So I'm going to be teaching all this week in my free virtual retreat. The link is in the show notes. We start today, Monday, the 2nd of August at 11am BST. If you are listening to this after that, still click the link because the replays will be in the group this week. 
do come on over, introduce yourself, bring your friends and just get involved. Each day I'm going to be teaching one of the five steps and then on Saturday we have a bonus session on visibility and on Sunday we have a bonus session on money mindset. It is absolutely going to blow you away. I, I like absolutely handle my heart. Do I believe that to be true? So make sure you come on over, join my free Facebook group, come and join the Goals Method free seven day virtual retreat. We've got so much value in there. It's going to be epic. It's going to change your life. You're going to have breakthroughs, up leveling. It's just going to like blow you away. So come on over, whether you have set goals before or not, if you are setting them, smashing them, but ready to take it to the next level, or maybe you've never set one before. It really doesn't matter. Just come on over and I will see you in there. And thank you so much for listening to another episode of Tara Talks. I will see you next week.